You're listening to Woo Woo 111.1, where we will discuss our favorite holistic practices for mental wellness, like yoga, meditation, crystals, tapping, energy healing, and everything in between. We are your hosts. I'm Laura Lee, aka LL. I am Tabitha, aka Tabby. We hope you enjoy. I think we just. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Woo Woo 111.1 podcast. I am your host, Tabitha, and my co host. Hi, I'm Laura Lee. And today we are going to be talking about uh, chakras, but it's going to be more of a series. Um, so today we're going to focus on the root chakra and the lovely Laura Lee is going to take care of that for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we uh, wanted to share. We, we've talked about the chakras through various episodes and realized not everybody maybe knows what they are. <laughs> so uh, because there are. Uh, well, seven main chakras. Um, it, we, we, we don't want to do it all in one episode. So we're going to break it up um, into other episodes, into a series. And today we're going to start a little bit about just what the chakras are. And then we'll cover the root chakra, which is the first chakra in the system. So for the chakras themselves, so there's seven um, main chakras. There's also other ones as well, but most people are just familiar with the, the seven. Um, and they start from the base of your spine, going all the way up to the crown of your head. And these are what, no, what are known as invisible wheels of energy that keep us vibrant and healthy. Uh, and the Sanskrit word chakra, Sanskrit is um, from, from India, their language and the, the word chakra literally translates to a wheel or a disc. So you can imagine the chakras in our system as these little discs that are flowing with energy um, from the base of our spine and then all the way up to the crown of our heads. So with, um, for example, when we're practicing yoga, what we're helping to do is get our energy flowing properly in our body by moving in certain uh, positions and poses and postures, holding them or flowing through them. Um, and so this is what helps to get our energy into proper alignment, uh, which is all connected to our chakra system. Um, so to visualize a chakra, um, you, know, you can imagine that swirling wheel of energy, uh, and they say that this is where matter and consciousness meet. Uh, this invisible energy is also known in Sanskrit as prana, um, which is our life force energy in our body. And the importance of the chakras is that they correspond to massive nerve centers in the body. Each of the seven main chakras contains bundles of energy centers. And sorry, I just lost my notes. Hang on. <laughs> it's going too far, far away. Um, there we go. Right there. I'd love to. Yeah, I know. It's great. I don't have a mouse, so I'm using my like keyboard. I don't even know what you call it, the little square thing on the keyboard. <laughs> It's a mouse, but it's not a real mouse. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, so bundles of nerves and major organs, as well as our psychological, emotional, and spiritual state of being. And since everything is moving, our energy is moving and flowing through the body, it's essential that these chakra systems remain open. Um, uh, so they're aligned and more fluid. So if there's a blockage, um, which a blockage is sometimes can be related to say like a physical injury. Um, yes. So I have previously had, I, I think I mentioned probably <laughs> another episode that I, I was uh, in two car accidents uh, uh, 20, 20, 20, 21 years ago, um, back to back within three months of each other. So I have a lot of neck and shoulder issues, which also the neck is where our throat chakra is. Um, and so when there's uh, injury there, it can block the flow of energy. Um, and then the other way we can block energy is through our emotions. So if we're having a lot of negative, negative emotions that we're dealing with, then that can also cause a block of energy. So there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can get this energy flowing. So yoga being one of them. Uh, meditation is also another one that can help. And, that, and that's why actually... <laughs> Just to point out, when you see people meditating and they're meditating, sitting cross-legged on the floor with, you know, completely erect spine, that's because that's where the chakras are located on the spine. And we want to make sure that we're not slouching over and like and doing things to, to block, again, the, the chakras that way. So we want to keep the body aligned. Um, and then Reiki would be another way that we... Um, can help to open up the, the, the chakras that way. Do you want to say anything about Reiki with the chakras? <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. Just, <laughs> I, I just, I'm going to skip this one. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Perfect. No worries. No worries at all. question uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so those are all different ways, different modalities that you can use to open up these energy centers in our body. Um, yeah, what were we going to say? Um, I was going to also say that I know we did talk about crystals, but crystals can also help with um, helping us become aligned and opening up our chakras as well. I know you mentioned like the throat chakra too so sometimes like you'll feel like you'll have a, blo a blocked throat chakra like if you're finding it really hard like not being able to speak your truth for whatever reason you know blocking you um you might find that it's hard to like swallow or feel like physical yes a physical blockage in your throat yeah, yeah exactly exactly and so a lot of us have been in those moments where maybe you're really uh, stressed out or anxious about something and you want to say something and you feel like you physically can't even open your mouth to speak because you feel this like block in your throat or this lump in your throat um yeah and these are all signs that there, there's um uh a blockage in that energy flow and that's why we do all these different practices to open them up so yeah talking about the crystals um i would often when I would have my meditation baths I have crystals that are specifically the chakras so they're the colors yeah. of each, each chakra has a different color um, which we'll get into and so yeah. I'll put the chakra the chakra crystals on my on the body on those areas and to help open up the, the chakras as well that way that's what I was going to say because when I do Reiki um, sometimes I'll put crystals either on each chakra point but mm -hmm. or 
will have um, my client like hold two in their hand and just have them at least, you know, and I do have multiple crystals around the space as well, but they still have that other, uh, they're still getting the healing properties from the two that they're holding directly. Right. Um, and I like to, because there's like, you know, there's a variety of crystals that you can use for each chakra and some of them, mm -hmm. you know, more than one chakra point as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, that's why we love this stuff because <laughs> it, all, it all ties into each other. It all helps all, all, all the modalities help each other in different ways. So yeah, that's why we love this stuff. <laughs> it's so amazing, right? <laughs> um, okay. So let's go back to my notes here. I'm trying to use the mouse with my left hand and that's why it's not because I'm right-handed. Okay, so uh, so this is what I what I had heard one time, which um, was if you want to think of something as simple as a bathtub drain, if you allow too much hair to collect in that drain, the the that water is not going to flow through properly, right? So you can imagine our our chakras like that. If if something's blocking that that energy from flowing, then our system, our body, is not going to be working in in its proper way. Um, yes, hundred so, percent. Yeah, so this is this is how kind of our bodies work in the chakra system. Um, so keeping the chakra open is a bit more of a challenge. Um, but when you are are working on these different practices to connect mind, body, and soul, like your, your spiritual side, um, then that helps to keep that that energy flowing um, so that we we are running on a more optimal um, space. Yeah. So when we get into the root chakra, so the root chakra is at the base of uh, our spines, um, kind of if you're familiar with where your tailbone is, that's where it would be. Um, and it encompasses the first three vertebrae, including the bladder and our, the colon. Um, and when it's open, we feel safe and fearless and like totally in control and secure. Um, and that particular chakra, um, it represents the earth element. Um, so, and that, that includes safety and feeling grounded. So if you think of, um, for most of us, our home is somewhere where we feel that safe and secure, um, that that's in our bodies. It's in our root chakra system that, that, uh, helps us feel those, those good feelings. Um, mm -hmm. So, stop doing it with my left hand. <laughs> it just goes by way too far. Okay, so where do we leave off here? Um, yeah, so the root chakra is the foundation on which we build our lives. Uh, it supports us in our growing and feeling safe and exploring all aspects of our lives. Um, it's related to feeling safety, secure whether that's physical or um, metaphorical regarding our housing and financial safety. Mm. And the first chakra is around the idea of survival as well as safety. Uh, it's where we ground ourselves into the earth and anchor our energy into the world of manifestation. So the color of the root chakra is red and this symbolizes strength, vitality and stimulates our instinctual tendencies. 
Um, it symbolizes security, safety, survival, such as our basic needs. So food, water, uh, sleep, shelter, uh, physical identity and aspects of self-grounding, support and found foundation for living our lives. And the root chakra represents four different elements of the human psyche, which is the mind, intellect, consciousness, and our ego. Mm. So yeah, it's very, very interesting because if, our, if we're not feeling grounded, then our ego, which is basically our a part of our mind, which is where all our fears and <laughs> self-doubts and all that sort of stuff uh, lives. So when you're dealing with something in your life and you have all those negative thoughts swirling around in your head, like, oh, like, should I be doing this? Or like, or, or what are people gonna think? Um, that's coming from your ego mind. And our egos are basically designed in quote unquote, <laughs> to make us feel safe but by making trying to make us feel safe what it's really doing is stopping us from doing the things that we really want to do because it's keeping us in that fear-based oh i don't know if i can do this it's um, kind of fight or flight you know? right yes yeah exactly so yeah. It, it's trying to keep us safe and like okay well if you try this and it doesn't work out then and then you fail then you're going to feel bad about it but in life we have to try things we have to do new things we have to go for what we want in our life if we're gonna achieve those in any way if we don't try we never have an option to actually achieve those things so it's our 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 fear that usually dictates our life and stops us from doing the things that we actually want to do so we have to kind of have that that struggle between our ego mind and our heart. What's in our true heart's desire? What do we actually want in our life? And, and keep focusing on the heart rather than those negative thoughts that are going around in our head, which happens to us all, all the time. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> constant daily practice to, to, to think, you know, uh, positively rather than thinking about all those negative things that are swirling around in our heads and we, we know it we all experience it on, on a daily basis and yeah that's for sure for myself and everybody I know so yeah, I know I can speak to everybody with well, this because right like mm -hmm. very successful people like you know they deal with it too it's it's yeah. It's like a, it's a constant. Uh, it's not something that ever really goes goes away. Like in my opinion, no. a no. matter of cope with it and get through. Yeah, yeah, and and how it works. So, like she said, it's something that we're always going to deal with, but you have to be aware of it because this is what, how our brains are designed to work. So you have to be aware of that, that every time you're having those negative thoughts, that's natural, that's going to happen, but you need to take a step back from it and realize, okay, well, I don't want those things to happen. This is what I want to happen. So let's focus on what I actually want to happen. And that's when you're living from your heart center rather than your ego mind. Yeah, because it's always going to come up to play. Like when you think about it, if you're having those thoughts or those thoughts are coming in, it's most likely because you're putting yourself in a vulnerable state or kind of stepping out of your comfort zone. But in the end, that's only just to progress your desires and your life, you know, to the next level. And you have to be able to get there. If yeah. you just where you are, you know, you're not going to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And 
I know that's the ego's job is to kind of keep you safe and secure, but yeah. you know, you can, you can get through that and you know, it's necessary to kind of. Yeah. Up- yeah. So the first step is being aware that that's your ego's job. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to want to live your life as you want to live your life, then you gotta, you gotta have, have those conversations like, no, wait, am I, am, are, are these thoughts coming from my ego mind, which is trying to keep me from doing new things, or is it coming from my heart center? And how you'll know is if it, if the thoughts are making you feel bad, that's your ego mind trying to scare you into doing the things. And if the, if you're living from your heart center and you're feeling good about things like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to happen. This is what I'm focusing on. Then you're, you're living your true self by listening into that, that heart. So yeah, it's, it all ties in together. (laughs) So then if we have an overactive root chakra, this is when we have an excess of energy. Our first uh, chakra is the energy center to the raw and static energy of life. Ensuring this area is flowing optimally will boost your overall health. As this chakra is of grounding and it controls our inner sense of security and place in our world. An overactive root chakra can trigger extreme feelings of insecurities, and this can cause you to cling to outside influences to compensate or fill that void. Mm-hmm. Um, with an overactive root chakra, it can affect you physically, emotionally, and your spiritual well-being. And when it is balanced, you will feel grounded and at ease. And when there is an imbalance, it's easier to become annoyed and frustrated with the people and situations in your life. (laughs) So (laughs) when you're in those situations, then, you know, wait a minute, I'm not grounded right now. And that's why these practices that we like to talk about helps you to get uh, in that more grounded state and more calm and relaxed state so that you can deal with the stresses of life. Because, of course, we all have stresses in our life as well. And so it's not like we can ever avoid that. So we need to know the tools to get ourselves into that, that better uh, grounded space. Yeah. Were you going to say something on, on that point? Uh, you had a thought to say. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was just, I think you already actually recovered it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Oh. Uh, Okay, so physical symptoms of an overactive root chakra include bladder issues, constipation, fatigue, uh, and anemia, and other signs would be anger, impatience, feeling stuck, greediness, and belligerence. Um, Cleansing and balancing an overactive root chakra can help alleviate issues and restore um, the energy balance. And this can be done by eating healthy, uh, exercising, doing yoga, going for walks or hikes, and meditating. Because these are all going to bring you back to that more grounded uh, space. Um, And so just to cover the difference between a blocked uh, and an overactive root chakra, uh, when it's blocked, this will uh, lead to behaviors ruled mostly by fear. So what I was just talking about with the ego mind. And if the chakra is overactive, this fear may become paranoia, which is an extreme manifestation of a root chakra imbalance. And this can relate to control over food intake and diet. So all things to consider if you're having any issues with any of those, um, like, you know, food control, stuff like that, that, that can be a sign of an overactive or a blocked root chakra. Interesting. Yeah, right. I know. I love, I love this stuff. 
Um, so for an imbalanced root chakra at an emotional level, uh, if the uh, first chakra is imbalanced, this could show up as excessive negativity and feelings of insecurity, eating disorders, constantly living in that survival mode, um, and then greed such as food, money, power, status, um, or a distortion of your senses. And it uh, may be hard to feel safe and secure in the world, so the desire for security dominates and can cause concerns surrounding your professional situation, physical safety, shelter, and health. Hmm. So how to open your root chakra, you can open the chakra by engaging in more grounding and earth-related activities. So connecting to nature is huge. Um, and when the water is nicer, walking barefoot outside in the grass, that's uh, such a, an amazing way to um, ground yourself. Were you gonna say something? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say literally hugging a tree. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say next. And then I'm like, I think that's what you're gonna say. <laughs> so you do that motion, yeah. <laughs> she was hugging an imaginary tree on for those not watching this on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, that's another amazing way. Yeah, or even just going to sit under a tree or like leaning up against a tree, something like that. Um, yeah, that's so good. And if, if you've never done that before, I highly encourage it because you it just is feel so this in summer like when I had the kids with me at work and uh, when I was feeling like overwhelmed and frustrated and I was like I know I'm at my work parking lot and there's a bunch of cars driving by but I'm gonna just hug this tree anyways and 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 during this time when we're, we're for a long time we couldn't hug people and all that sort of stuff like well hug a tree <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, walking barefoot in the grass, uh, hugging a tree or being near a tree, going, just going for a walk in a forest too is going to help ground you. That's why I, I do a lot of hiking. And so that's what I like love to do, get out in the forest. Um, and the gardening, gardening is another great way. It's, it's a meditation and it's self-gardening. I have tried gardening in the past. I'm not a good gardener at all. Um, this coming summer, I'm going to uh, attempt to be a gardener again. <laughs> I'm hoping I'll have better luck. But yeah, just being in the dirt and, you know, being with nature and being with all the plants, like that's all going to help you ground too. Yeah, I was going to say, I um never was really much of a gardener I was like the like the like the thought of it you know but yeah. I would sort of do it but then not really bother with it but this year <clears throat> I just think with everything that I've been working through and and with all the growth and all of that sort of stuff like I actually really like had a new appreciation for it and like really enjoyed it and like really felt like happy and like at peace doing it like it was completely awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, the next one, and this can tie into gardening. So if you're gardening and growing your own vegetables, then you can eat healthier too, because you're actually growing uh, veggies and well, fruits too, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, cooking, eating healthier foods. Dancing is another way to really ground yourself. So if you love dancing, putting on your favorite music and just dancing around. Um, and then, of course, yoga and meditation are all the different ways that you can open up uh, the root chakra. Yeah. And yeah, so just finding whatever you love um, to do out of those things and just, you know, incorporating that more and more into your life as you can um, to, yeah, to help keep that uh, root chakra open. 
Yeah. And it's, and, you know, I always say like, it's not something that has to take up a lot of your time. It's a lot of people like, Oh, you know, certain practices, morning practices or rituals or whatever, you know, bedtime rituals, like have to be some sort of long process, but I mean, even just dancing around, I mean, you could do five minutes of it, you know, two songs. And even that like is a huge like game changer. Yeah. It's like- and an energy boost too. It's going to get your energy flowing um, so that, that you feel good physically. You feel like, oh, wow, I feel like awake and good. And yeah, yeah. you're getting those uh, positive um endorphins going too when when you're doing any movement so whether walking hiking dancing yoga yeah um yeah it's going to help all of that um anything else that you wanted to add before we go into the affirmation part no i think you pretty much you pretty much covered it yeah okay um all right so what we're going to do to end and we've talked about tapping before many times so what we're going to do a little tapping sequence um, uh, for positive affirmations, specifically for the root chakra. Um, so what, how we'll do it. So when, when we're doing this, I'll, we'll quickly go over the points that we're gonna be tapping on. For those that aren't watching the uh, YouTube video, um, you can just follow along with <laughs> where we're describing is your points. And, um, and then how it works is I'll say the phrase and then Tabitha will repeat the phrase, and that's when you can repeat the phrase yourselves. Um, and uh, we're going to go through the different points, and we'll do this a couple times, and we're going to do this in two different ways. So right now, these, these ones that I have uh, written down are, are I am statements. So we've talked about this before how sometimes if you're, you know, maybe, you know, in a bad mood and you, you want to be positive and saying a positive statement just doesn't res- resonate with you at all. So saying like, I am happy and you're like, I'm miserable right now. That, I, I'm not resonating with that. So sometimes it helps to, to switch it and rather than saying I am, you switch it to you are. And when you say you are happy, it's kind of tricking your brain because it's, it's making your brain think that somebody else is telling that to you because there's you're saying you are right so it's not i am you are um and then just kind of tricks your brain into thinking like oh well she's telling me that i'm happy so maybe i am happy <laughs> and yeah. then you hopefully start to become happy yeah it, it really wor- works well so yeah. so what i'm going to do is i'm going to do the first round we'll do them as i am statements and then we're going to repeat the same statements again for the next round but we'll say you are statements and then you can kind of see, judge for yourself which one resonates with you better and then you can choose to do do that one for for when you do it again um so yeah so if we're ready to go we'll just quickly go over the um tapping locations um mm-hmm. do you want to go go cover those ones sure okay oh you're gonna start the karate chop just want to make sure I didn't have it, but we will. So yeah, I'll just make something up for that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, first point is oh, the karate chop. It's just at the side of your hand. Um, so you're just going to tap there as we repeat the affirmation or statement. And then you move to the eyebrow point, which is like right where your eyebrow sort of begins. Tap there. 
and then at the side of the eye. And so for the side of the eye, you'll feel it's kind of like the top of the cheekbone. Yeah. And kind of what you're tapping on right there. So yeah. Yes, thank for clarifying. <laughs> and then under the eye, just mm -hmm. under your eye. I guess we're the same thing, like where the socket kind of is, the bone. Yeah. A little above there. I wear glasses, so sometimes I gotta move them. <laughs> yeah, and I wear glasses as well. So if you're wearing glasses, you can take your glasses off just to make it more comfortable. Um, yeah. we will keep ours on so we can see what we're doing. <laughs> but you don't need to see, you can just follow along with our voices. <laughs> and it's uh, under the nose, which is just like that little divot you have. Tap there. And then under the chin, which again is like right where you're. Uh, and I'll just correct, correct you for a second. Not under the chin, it's the chin, but under, under your mouth. So oh. you'll feel that little crib. I know I, I often say under the chin and I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. So it's under your bottom lip, basically, <laughs> in that little divot on your chin. I don't really say under, usually I just say chin. Yeah. What under, I think that's a term. Yes. Because everywhere totally else is under. Right. Yeah. <laughs> chin, your actual chin. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> and then your collarbone. Mm -hmm. And then under the arm, which is like right where your bra line would be. Yeah. Or side of your rib cage. Yes. Um, or yeah. <clears throat> and then top of the head. Mm hmm. Yeah. So those are all the points and you don't need to remember the points because I'm going to say what point we're tapping on as we go through the sequence. Um, and then the other thing that I like to share with people is I'm right handed. So generally when I'm tapping, I just tap using my right hand. Um, and then I don't know, it's just kind of naturally happened that I just started when I would do the next round, I would switch and start using my left hand. And so that's how I do it. I, I will alternate between right and left hand, but you can also tap on both sides with both hands if that yeah. feels good. Um, so, and it doesn't matter. You can, you can tap on just one side. You can just continuously tap on your right side if you're right-handed or tap on your left side if you're left-handed. Um, there's no right or wrong way to tap. <laughs> so whatever naturally kind of happens, like that's what happened naturally for me is I started switching sides. And when I thought about it, I thought that was interesting because it's all about, this is also all about energy flow and moving the energy. Um, and we have everything in our bodies is connect one side and the other side. So I think naturally, intuitively, I started using both sides because it felt better for me that I was activating both sides of my body I guess this is how I would describe it so but like I said no right or wrong way just do what comes naturally or do and try it try them out like I'll tell you when I'm switching sides and then if you want to switch sides and see if that feels good for you you can do that um and then for just kind of tapping speed and um I don't know what the word is. You don't want to be tapping so hard that you're injuring yourself. So I typically tap harder than most people probably do because that just feels good for me. But if it doesn't feel good, then just gent you're just gently tapping. And if you have long nails, like I typically do, don't tap with your nail, tap with the finger pad itself. So that'll be more, especially if you have a broken nail and you don't want to scratch, scratch your face. I've done that before. Um, so yeah, just be careful and use your the finger pad. And on the, when we're tapping on the face, generally I would recommend tapping with one or two finger points. Um, and then when you're on like your torso then you, and your head, the top of your head, you can do um, four fingers because you have a bigger space that you can just use more, more space with more fingers. 
yeah, I think that about covers it. Anything else that you think we should add? No. All right. So we're going to um, start off. So sitting comfortably, however you are, I'm in a recliner right now. So I'm just sitting cross-legged because that's how I do. Um, but you can have your feet on the floor and just kind of sit back in, in, on a chair if that's how you're sitting. And we're going to take three deep breaths to start. So I want you to close your eyes and then inhale through your nose. Exhale, sigh it out. Deep breath in. Exhale, sigh. And one more time. And then gently tapping on the karate chop point, so side of your hand, repeating after me. And this will be a bit of a longer statement, so I'm going to break it up so that I'm not, um, so that you can remember everything that I'm saying. So even though, even though uh, I am feeling a little off right now, I am feeling a little off right now. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. And we're still going to be tapping on the karate chop point. If you want to switch hands and do the other hand, you can do that. And repeating after me, even though. Even though. Feeling a little down. I'm feeling a little down. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. And then one last time, if you want to switch hands again, you can, even though. Even though. I'm not feeling myself right now. I am not feeling myself right now. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. And now moving to the eyebrow point, just where the eyebrow begins beside of your nose there. I am abundant. I am abundant. And then side of the eye. I belong. I belong. Under the eye. I am connected. I am connected. Under the nose. I am grounded. I am grounded. Chin, I am open to possibilities. I am open to possibilities. Collarbone, I am renewed. I am renewed. Uh, under the arm side of the ribcage, I am safe. I am safe. Top of the head, I am secure. I am secure. And then back to the eyebrow point. If you want to switch sides, you can. If you want to try both sides at the same time, you can do that. Uh, I am stability. I am stability. Uh, side of the eye. I have strong values. I have strong values. Under the eye. I have a strong foundation. I have a strong foundation. Under the nose, I am worthy. I am worthy. 
Uh, Chin, you are abundant. You are abundant. Collarbone, you belong. You belong. Under the arm, you are connected. You are connected. Top of the head, you are grounded. You are grounded. And then back to the eyebrow point. If you want to switch hands, you can. Uh, You are open to possibilities. You are open to possibilities. Side of the eye, you are renewed. You are renewed. Under the eye, you are safe. You are safe. Under the nose, you have security. You have security. Chin, you have strong values. You have strong values. Collarbone, you have a strong foundation. You have a strong foundation. Under the arm, you are worthy. You are worthy. Top of the head, you are grounded. You are grounded. And then you can release your hand to your lap. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale, sigh it out. And just with your eyes closed, tuning into your body. Noticing any thoughts or feelings that came up while you were doing that. Or any sensation that you might be feeling. Ready, you can open your eyes. (laughs) And how are you feeling, Tabitha? I'm feeling a little tingly and... uh, I have to say, um, I don't know why, but while you were talking about like the whole root chakra stuff, I was just really feeling a lot of like, I don't know what it is, anxiety. I just started feeling like a lot of anxiety. I think it's just with everything that I've been going, that I've been working through or going yeah. through, I'm trying to say dealing with. <laughs> there yeah, we go. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so definitely helped doing the tapping sequence. I yeah. better now. So I love yeah. it. And that's the amazing thing. Like, you know, we did a few rounds, but you know, the benefits are, it's a short thing, you know, like, and it didn't, I feel so much better after doing it. Yeah. And that was basically two rounds, I think that we did. (laughs) So imagine, and you can just repeat that same thing over and over again, and you can do as many rounds as you have time for, or that you want to do. Um, That's what's, yeah, so amazing with it, because in a short period of time, you could feel amazing. And if it's not, you're not feeling quite amazing, then just keep doing it until you start to feel better and better. Exactly. So great about uh, all, all these modalities, but yeah, tapping, deep breathing, all that sort of stuff, it just helps you feel better so so quick it can really work it yeah. in seconds sometimes <laughs> depending sure like i really love the sighing it out like it makes such a difference i used to always but i just always felt like the urge to really just you know sigh like i, yeah. I feel more releasing but that's just from my own personal yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I, I started doing that myself in my own yoga practice. I would, I would sigh out on the exhales and then I was loving it so much. I would feel like I could deepen into the poses more as I did that. So I actually, in the last 
you know, probably six months, started telling my clients to do that as well. And I, one of my clients, he uh, works in a daycare with babies. And so a lot of stress. He's got a lot of babies with him <laughs> when he's at work. And uh, he told me that he was resisting when I was saying sigh it out. He told me this after class one day. And, uh, and he said, but then one day, something about it, I was just having a really bad day at work. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what Loralee says because she says she enjoys it more. I'm going to try this, sigh it out. So he did. And he just immediately felt better. And then the next day or the next week or something, he was at work with babies. And these are babies, like they're under two years old, like under one years old, I think all, all one years, one year old. Um, and he has been over the years, he's, he's been a client of mine for, for years now. He started showing the babies different yoga moves and getting them to do oh. yoga. And they absolutely love it. He absolutely loved it. And so one day, all they had like five babies that were all crying at the same time. And it, it usually works with, you know, another person. So it was two of them. But he's like, I'm going to try this deep breathing. And I'm going to do what Laura Lee does, sigh it out on, on the exhale. And so, you know, he's just demonstrating it to babies and they catch on quick. And so yeah. we get them to breathe in through their nose and sigh it out. And he's like, in minutes, they were all happy as can be. They had all stopped crying. And, he, and, and so now he's a firm believer, like sigh it out, <laughs> sigh it out now. Because Dude, difference. I do that with my son too, when he's, sometimes he struggles a bit with like self-regulation yeah, and yeah. older. Um, but yeah, I, I do that with him. Like, well, I do find for him in particular, like, um, like a, a pressured hug. Like, yeah. um, yeah. so usually like a tight hug. And then, um, you know, I won't even tell him like breathe in and like exhale. I'll usually just start yeah, doing it. And like soon, like I can feel him like matching my pace and then yeah. you know, feeling yeah. he's definitely yeah. helps. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that just blew me away that because I don't have kids myself. So the fact that he was teaching babies how to breathe, yeah. deep, like, oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, well, that will conclude our um, chakra uh, series one, I guess we'll say, <laughs> for talking about the root chakra. And so we kind of uh, kind of played around with the idea that maybe every other week we'll do the next uh, chakra uh, in the series and we'll come up with another topic for next week's series or next week's episode, I mean. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, learned lots and enjoyed the tapping sequence. And it's one thing I love about tapping is that you don't have to watch a video either because, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you just listen. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I, think you, I think you cut out there again. Can you repeat that last part? Oh, I, um, I honestly, I think I, oh, I just think I said it was amazing. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, it is. Yeah, tapping is definitely amazing. <laughs> it is. Uh, yes, well, thanks for listening and uh, feel free to reach out via DM on our Instagram at woo-woo111.1 if you have any comments, suggestions for, for other episode ideas um, or just want to tell us how you're feeling after trying out this tapping secrets yeah. with us. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel, which is woo-woo-111.1, because we have a podcast to our podcast. Yes. Um, so see us in person. <laughs>
or on video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on video. Um, that you can you can do that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, comment or anything. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, um, yeah, everybody have a great rest of your day. And oh, we well, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the US, happy Thanksgiving. We had ours like a month ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yes. All right. And me, the woo. Me, the woo. Be with you. <laughs> thanks for listening we'd love to hear your feedback and any suggestions on future episode topics you can send us a dm on instagram at woo woo 111.1 and may the woo be with you. you